Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Mike's on. He's ready to go. On the fan. New York Sports Radio. Mike's on. Mike's on. He'll get you the sports and it win any game. It's Mike of WFAN. This is Mike Zahn, Francesa on the fan on this sixth day of December. Uh, Football Friday. And uh, obviously the uh, final show of what has been a uh, very, very uh, long run here for me. You know, I I, uh, tweeted this this morning. I said, uh, I first did an afternoon drive show in November of 1987, that was the first one that I did in the afternoon drive by myself. I sat in uh, on Thanksgiving Day and then the day after for Pete Franklin. So November 1987 was the first time I uh, entered afternoon drive on the fan. Uh, I did a lot of shows in the time leading up to the fall of 89. I did many shows filling in for Pete in the afternoon. Uh, I did about three or four months worth right before Mike and the Mad Dog started. And obviously this has been my uh, home since September 5th, 1989 for the first uh, 19 and three-quarter years with Dog. And then uh, the uh, 12 years since by myself, uh, that's a lot of time. I mean, that's half a lifetime that I have spent uh, – these hours, and you know, there's uh, very few people who get to even, you know, work at a major station in New York. I mean, it's a honor to do that, uh, but to have the same show and the same hours for over 30 years is more than anybody could ask for. So um, this is the last one. Uh, we will, you know not spend a lot of time dwelling on that, you know, maybe the last couple of minutes we'll chat about it a little bit in the last half hour, but this is the uh, final uh, afternoon drive show for me after all these years. There'll be a new show starting in uh, January when they start the winter. Obviously, there'll be, you know, different shows filling in the next couple of weeks. I know they haven't announced yet what's going to follow. I don't know. You'll have to wait and see uh, what's going to follow. I think it'll be comprised of the people who are here, so I don't think they're going outside the company uh, to put the shows together. At least I don't think so. But I, they haven't consulted with me and told me what they're doing yet, so I haven't heard. Um, but uh, whoever it is, we wish them well. And uh, uh, obviously, uh, I wish them even a portion of the uh, good fortune and success that I've had doing this for these uh, many, many years. So uh, it's been an incredible run. I remember very well um, getting called into the program director's uh, office in August of uh, 89 on a summer day, and the program director at that time, a guy named Mark Mason, uh, said to me, hey, I want to tell you some good news. 
You go on the afternoon drive. I said, great. But you're not going alone. So that's how it started. That became the saga of Mike and the Mad Dog. That was uh, Mark Mason's idea. One that uh, will be the highlight of his career, obviously, for a long time, having uh, had the uh, ingenuity and the uh, smarts to create a show that most people were against. Uh, Most people thought could not work. Most people who uh, critiqued it said it wouldn't work. A month in, most of them felt it was doomed for failure. Most people inside the station felt the same thing, and it obviously became the biggest and most successful sports talk show of all time. So um, he gets credit for that, and uh, rightly so, and I owe him a lot of debt of gratitude because it was his idea. He took the chance on us and really withstood, and it just is a good thing to remember, withstood a tremendous amount of pressure and criticism early on, but stuck by his guns. And it turned out to be something that he's spent a lot of time taking bows for for many years since, uh, and rightly so. But he uh, was had conviction. He believed in it. Uh, he believed it would work. A lot of people didn't. I mean, early on, it was a uh, tough go for a little while, as we know. But we all know what the uh, final result was and led to a very long uh, time here and a very long relationship with this uh, station and with this audience. And uh, for that, I am uh, very grateful. I've had, I've said it many times, I have had the uh, most loyal and consistent audience that anybody could ever have. I mean, uh, really, I mean, you know, we've had been very fortunate to be at the top of the ratings for 30 years. uh, And that's a testimony to having just a very loyal audience because without the audience, it doesn't work, you know. You guys are the ones that make the decisions, uh, just like in most things. You know, the public makes the decisions, you know, that's it. I mean, uh, without that, you know, you have, you have the power to uh, make things succeed and things fail. I mean, whether it's teams, whether it's restaurants, whether it's uh, personalities, whether it's uh, movies, whatever it may be. You know, it's based on whether or not you people respond to it. If you don't respond, it doesn't work. It doesn't last long. And obviously, uh, so I owe you a great debt of gratitude for that. To the ones who people know because they call in, that's a very, you know, that's less than 2% of the audience uh, that ever calls in. You know, you meet people and they say, hey, I don't call in. Well, most people don't call in. 98% don't ever call. But uh, you need the callers who participate, and then you need everybody else to just uh, show up and listen. And for that, I am very, very grateful to the audience for their tremendous response and their uh, incredible um, consistency over such a long period of time. So uh, we got a football Friday to get to. Obviously, some interesting uh, things going on. The first will... Uh, Revolve around the Cowboys from last night. A terrible, just another head-scratching performance. You know, you look at the Cowboys, and it is just obvious to the eye. I mean, they have among the more talented teams in the league. I mean, you look at them. You go position by position. You go down the line. This team is the perfect example of 
the whole not being anywhere near the sum of the parts. They, you know, they have players. They just don't make plays. I mean, they are they are an incredibly talented team. I would I would go so far as to say that very few rosters in this league would change places man for man for this whole team. I mean, this team has – I mean, you go down the list. On the defensive side of the ball, which was so disappointing last night, to the offensive side of the ball, to the offensive line, to the skill position. I mean, this team is loaded with players, and they just cannot get out of their own way. And the division, the once mighty NFC East. I mean, think about the NFC East. Think about the days of the mighty NFC East. Think about having, you know, the Cowboys and all they've accomplished, the Giants and all they've accomplished, the Redskins and all they've accomplished. And even the Eagles have won a Super Bowl and been to two. You know, this division, there are no teams who have every one of the teams has been to multiple Super Bowls. Every team in the division has won a Super Bowl. Most of them have been at the top. I mean, the Redskins, you know, were good in the days of George Allen. They won three Super Bowls with Joe Gibbs. The Eagles finally got on the board, went to a Super Bowl with Andy Reid, won a Super Bowl just recently. The Cowboys and all their many runs, whether it was with Landry or then to Jimmy Johnson and then finally to Barry Switzer and what they've accomplished. And, of course, the Giants five times with four wins. I mean, this is a decorated division. It has always been one of the NFL's toughest neighborhoods. And right now it is embarrassingly weak. I tweeted during the game that the, NF- the NFCs had decided they weren't going to send a team this year. And, you know, people actually responded, hey, you can't do that. You know, you have to send a team. I, oh, really? I didn't know that. Really? He thought I was serious. I mean, but it's amazing. People, they just respond to everything. But, I mean, obviously they're going to send a team. But they might send one this year at 8-8. Eight and eight. They might. Who knows? Maybe the Redskins will get hot and win it at 7-9. and nine. Although they have, to play, they have to win at Green Bay first this week. But, uh you know, the Eagles lose, and you say, all right, now Dallas is the division. Dallas can't win a game, though. They can't get out of their way. I mean, they get embarrassed before Thanksgiving. They get embarrassed on Thanksgiving. They get embarrassed after Thanksgiving. That was another rotten performance. Just like the Buffalo game on Thanksgiving was a rotten performance. This was a rotten performance last night. And I watched... Jason after the game, and I watched Jerry Jones after the game. And, you know, you're waiting for Jerry to just, you know... Say, this is it. I'm cleaning out. Well, he hasn't said anything. And you know how much he likes Jason, but you would have to think that this year he will have to make a change. And, you know, early in the year there had been all kinds of talk because of the relationship between Prescott and and Moore that he had become the guy who was the object of uh, Jimmy's attention. But... I mean, Jerry's attention, but I would think, considering how bad the staff and the head coach have been this year, you can't take somebody off the staff now. You can't. Not when you play like this. So I would think it's probably, if if he's going, if Jason's going, you would think that he's back to his obsession with Lincoln Riley, I would think. But one thing about that, yeah, he's done some great work with quarterbacks on a college level. And he's won, but he puts a team out there that's the same all the time. They can outscore anybody. They can't win the championship because they can't play defense. They score a ton of points. They can give up a ton of points. 
but it's very difficult for them to do anything else because of the fact that they just don't play a whole lot of defense. Will he walk in the NFL and be successful? Maybe. I, you know, I, I wouldn't say it's automatic. But who is? Very few guys are. But it sure looks like they're headed for a change. I mean, with what they've done of late, it is almost head-scratching. They have been so bad. And you can't have as many players as they have and play as bad as they play. I mean, it's playing so badly. It's unbelievable. Now, I was surprised with what happened with the Eagles on Sunday. I was just as surprised with how poorly the Cowboys have played in recent weeks. Nobody wants a division. Well, then, you know, there's always the back end you have to bring up, and that's the Giants. But, I mean, uh, even the Redskins have started to play better. But someone's going to win it. Maybe. I don't think I've seen a team in this format. I don't think I've ever seen a 7-9 and nine division winner. I've seen, a, I've seen an 8-8 eight eight division winner. I remember the 8-8 eight eight Browns uh, almost upset the Dolphins in the playoffs. The Dolphins finally pulled away in the final minutes, but they actually were, were actually getting ready to win a game. They were, like, getting ready to spring an upset at 8-8. Eight eight. I remember an 8-8 eight eight team going. I don't think. I mean, I'm sure it's happened once that I can't remember off the top of my head. I, if I, I think once, didn't we have a team in the West, in the NFC West, go with 7-8-1 one year? 2010 Seahawks. 7-8-1? Is that what they were? 7-8-1? I think that was true, right? 7-8-1? 7-9. 7-9. Okay, I thought it was 7-8-1. Okay, 7-9. Okay. 7-9. Okay, so it did happen. Could happen again here. I mean, it could happen again. I mean, 8-8, eight 7-9. Eight, I mean, it's hard to go to the playoffs at 7-9 and, you know, go there with your uh, head up and your shoulders back and feel proud about yourself. But, hey, somebody has to go. They don't let you cancel it. So somebody's got to go, even though nobody deserves it. And if you look at it, now the Eagles are back in it, but they have to be motivated to play this week against the, uh, against the Giants. I mean, it's right there in front of them if they can win their games. You know, they went out. They're going to be 9-7. and seven. You know, the Cowboys, the way they're playing, you know, they're not going anywhere. So, hey, somebody's got to win it. Somebody's got to get hot. But I would have thought that if the Eagles had won last week against the Dolphins, I would be saying right now off last night that there's no way the Eagles aren't winning the division. But I watched them last week lose a 28-14 lead in a game they had to win to the Dolphins. So it's hard to take them seriously. The Knicks is not, you know, just, there's nothing to say. I mean, it's so sad, there's just nothing to say. You follow up a game where you get beat by 44 with a game at home that you get beat by 37. I mean, come on now. There's, there's, just, there's not even anything to say in defense of anybody over there. It's just, it really, it, it almost boggles the mind how bad it is now. Back-to-back games in the league, get beat by 81 points. Sad. Really sad. So a football Friday, we've got a lot to get to on this sixth day of December. We'll get it all rolling right after this. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 